Internet, what the fuck is up? Well, you know what time it is. It's that time. It's Weapons Free Wednesday, and it's our first one of 2022. But before we get to that, let us get the business stuff taken care of here on the podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Corey fucking Schroeder, our man that does all things finance related. Okay, If you don't know who Corey is, go see, go check out episode 11. Okay, Episode 11, we talk about all things Corey Schroeder. Corey is the man over at a company called Capital City Wealth Management. You can find them on the Facebook, okay, at or Meta or whatever the fuck they're calling that bullshit these days. If you're so inclined, go to at Capital City Wealth Management to check them out, or you can reach them at 307-222-8498 on their cellular device. They are ninjas at all things finance tax-related, and cryptocurrency. So if you are interested in any of those things or you want to figure out how to start investing smartly and increasing your wealth with whatever budget you have to offer at this point in time, or maybe you just have questions and it's just like a reconnaissance, just an early reconnaissance mission, you just want some information, get a hold of my man, Corey, over at Capital City Wealth Management. He will do a little analysis on you if you tell him that you are a listener of the podcast and that I sent you. He's going to cut you a great deal. He's going to look at what you've got going on, and he's going to give you the best path strategy forward with whatever budget you currently have to offer. And if that's only like 10 bucks a month, screw it. Fucking buy 10 months to buy 10 bucks a month of crypto because you never know where that's going to go. Maybe it's going to blow up like Dogecoin, and you're going to like have a few months of like spending 30 bucks, and then all of a sudden your money's going to like skyrocket, and you're going to have like four or five thousand dollars in that account off of 30 bucks because that's kind of what crypto has been known for. It's a crazy market over there. It's a very new market. People are still trying to wrap their brains around it, but this guy has it on lock. So get a hold of Corey. He's very well versed in all things crypto, all things investment, finance, and tax related. Okay. I think that wraps that up and we will talk about what we've got going on real quick, which is we are on Patreon now. So if you want to Come check out what we've got going on Patreon. We'd love to have you. We've got three packages over there. We've got a $10, $25, and $100 package. The $100 package is for one-on-one mentorship. If you need some life coaching and you want some like serious advice and you want somebody to like help you out with your diet, help you out with exercise, help you out to find your passion, I'm doing that for people. So go ahead and sign up for that. If you want access to the team room for 25 bucks, where you're going to get some cool discount codes from some of the companies we work with, you're going to get some exclusive merch and you're going to get a look kind of behind the curtain. You're going to get some cool videos. You're going to see some cool videos. And the $10 a month, that just gets you a two-time a month live one-on-one Q&A with me, So, which we're on track to start executing here since it's the beginning of the new year. So we'll probably be firing our first one of 22 up at the end of this week on Friday. So come check us out. Come see us there. And we look forward to having you. So come see us on Patreon. Okay, that wraps up business. So let's Sit down with Kato and fucking get the fuck after it. Cause I'm so fucking good. Hey, get some, baby. Get some, get some, get some, get some, get some. Come on, get it, come on. Get some, get some, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, brother. Ha ha. So, are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Perfect. Well, here we are. Hello. Still, still the fucking. Still holding strong at the headquarters. We're we're doing well. We're doing pretty. Cheers. We're Cheers. Not, we're not drinking alcohol right now because we're gonna get into some maybe some interesting stories. Yeah, happen. I'm not drinking for a bit. Mm-hmm. Our favorite French bubbly water that's flavored mango. That's what I'm working on. 
Okay, well, here we are. Twenty twenty two's underway. It started off with quite a quite a good. Oh man, did it! It was a riot. Are we gonna just? We're just gonna get right into. We it. might as well just get it out of the way. I mean, yeah, that and I didn't do my fucking homework today. So today's homework was I was gonna maybe solicit questions. Didn't do that because I got down the spider hole on other work tasks. Then I was gonna listen to Joe Rogan's new podcast with that doc. What was Doctor Malone? I think it's Dr. Malone, episode or whatever, episode 1757. Dr. Malone, the guy that has the patents, the doctor that has the patents on the MRA. MRNA. Yeah. Myrna. Myrna strands, yeah, or the vaccines. Like, this is the guy that came up with that technology and patented it. So I'm sure he's a quack, and he has no fucking clue what he's talking about because he got deplatformed from fucking Twitter because of his positions and opinions on covid there was a on? there was a meme that was like he lost five million twitter followers and gained 50 million views on joe rogan or yeah. something yeah and we were gonna i was gonna listen to that and then we were gonna have some talking points but i fucked up didn't do that either but i'll tell you what we did do today we did totally hijack kelsey sharon's mental health monday episode on instagram it was great yeah we totally we cannonballed right into that pool and Completely fucked up her flow and hijacked her whole thing that she had going on, which we were happy to do that. And I'm a little sad that we can't get her sassy little ass on this Weapons Free Wednesday, but she was not she was not available. So we will have to hit her up. Hopefully she doesn't fucking bitch out and she shows up to SHOT Show. T- we are t- talking about on Instagram today. And she's like, ugh, they're going to cancel. People are going to cancel. Of course, like some companies are going to cancel, but I guarantee you other companies are not. And as long as like there are some companies are primarily the ones we need to talk to because i don't really give a fuck what she has going on yeah you don't need to go talk to sig apparently the mcx doesn't work in the cold <laughs> yeah. you know how did you like all of that shit on the fucking grand thumb our buddy I mean, our boy mike jones over there just fucking creating all kinds of fucking havoc as he is known to do on the fucking internet i thought it was great and as someone that lives in wyoming we paused the video beforehand, looked at the lineup, and we were like, these are going to be all the problems. And sure enough. I mean, you called it. Yeah. You, you called it. When he walked down the table and he was like, this gun, this gun, this gun. You're like, that one, that one, <laughs> that one, that one. And I think the MCX was one of the ones you were like, that one. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just to give you guys, you know, kind of a environmental, some environmental situational awareness. We are here in the great state of Wyoming. It sucks. You should never come here. But we have... I think the main thing that keeps people the fuck out of here is what's going on right now. Like, we've had how many inches of snow this last week? It hasn't stopped snowing for, like, 10 days. Right. Like, on and off, at least, in the mountains. Are we at 50? How many cumulative inches do you think we've had in the last 10 days? I don't know, but apparently over Christmas weekend was the third largest snow dump in history. In in Wyoming history. In Wyoming history. Yeah, so. Just like, those three days for Christmas yeah. weekend. Yeah, so over Christmas, we had the third. But the skiing is horrible. There's no snow here. You should not come. Ever. Or just be prepared to die because these mountains kill people. So it's snow and cold. Yeah. Coming back to the cold. I'm going to be like our amazing president right now on the message that he delivered from the White House. Don't don't come here to Wyoming. It'll kill you. You'll enjoy a, a slow death under a pile of avalanche snow. It's terrible. Don't come here. Enjoy overrunning the hospitals and dying of COVID and avalanches if you come here. Ah, so we did that today. We cannonballed right into Kelsey's fucking pool and yes, fucked up her flow really good. I mean, you just have to keep interrupting her mental health Mondays until she eventually comes on to Weapons Free again. Right. She wants to. 
she's she, I know she, she does. She but. wants to. I was supposed to go to Canada. Okay, I kind of am at fault because I was supposed to go to Canada, and then just all of the fucking crazy communist cunt like behavior in Canada just is not my favorite. So I'm not a fan of their policies and procedures. Like to get into the country, I'm just not. It's I don't probably need to talk about it much in detail because everybody should at this point. If you're a fan of the podcast, you've heard me rant a lot about Canada and Australia, which I'm very horrified, disappointed, and disgusted with their behavior as what we consider first world country, Western countries, democracies, if you will. I don't know if a country that does what Canada and Australia are doing right now could be considered democracies anymore because they're just to they're very squarely standing on totalitarian real estate right now. So I don't. History is repeating itself. Yeah, history is repeating. I can't fucking participate in that. So that's why I didn't go to Canada. But speaking of things that people can't participate in, I do not understand for the life of me the people that cannot modify equipment to fit their needs. (laughs) Actually, that dude, he messaged me back. We're we're talking. He's Cato's referring to some customer service issues we've had where people have been like, it won't do this. What do I do? And we laugh because we're like, this is what we call tradecraft or fieldcraft in the biz where you come up with crafty, clever little ways to, excuse me, to adapt your equipment to work for what it, what you need it to do or modify it to make it work better than it was intended to by the manufacturer. Or to make it work specifically for your other support systems or your environment or the way you're built. Or yeah. Fill in the blank. Your erg, yep. your environment other gear that's integrate incorporated with it like yeah so it just it just reaffirms the fact that we're just going to on patreon have to just like get the fuck after it and like start doing our tradecraft series of videos and maybe we'll start with some of these subjects because we've had so many people that are like it doesn't do what i want motherfucker put a file to it which this human did so i'm oh awesome he so messaged, figured it out he figured it out he awesome. messaged me back Good and he job, was like dude. i just filed this part off and i was like great Good job. Perfect. That was the right answer. Yeah, that was the right answer. Good job. Because what it, like, and then we solved the main problem for the universe, which took all of what, two minutes? Mm-hmm. It took a wheel grinder in two minutes. The universe has been like, oh, we can't take our light off with the Z68 tail cap on it. We'll have to take our tail cap off first. Well, that's called fucking tertiary retention of the fucking light on the mount. Like, that's what I call that. The, you know, and the tail cap that we designed will allow you. Our to tail cap that we will design, like that we're in the process of designing, will there is going to fix that problem. But we were able to solve the problem by just taking it out and buzzing like a chunk of it off on the on the um, on the ring on bezel. the ring. We clocked, we screwed it on, we clocked it. Yeah. We marked it with a marker. We then went out and hit it on the wheel grinder and took it down just enough to like get it on and off the mount. And then all the seals are intact. Yeah. Button all the seals are intact. The buttons still work. We just took a little, we just mo- removed a little bit of metal. And then you get those people that are like, well, but then that ruins my anodize. Fucking Krylon it and shut the fuck up. That's but the other thing. People that don't paint their guns. Oh my God. These people that treat their guns like safe queens are like, oh, it scratches it. I, I'm like, oh my fuck. But then the paint wears off. Yeah. And then it really blends in. Yeah. It's called a tool. And if you're not shooting it enough for the fucking paint to come off of it, or you're not getting it scratched up, you're probably fucking not our flavor of Kool-Aid. You're probably or, a human that just probably should like not buy our product. Or they pay to have battle-worn. Right. Cerakote. I, just, I don't. 
some humans I don't under I just don't understand. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love our customers. I'm so grateful to have good customers, loyal customers. I'm so great to have grateful to have people like buying our products. Like, don't get me wrong. I love it. And we will always do a great job of customer service. Like I didn't be, I have not ever talked shit or belittled, belittled any of our customers anytime they've ever reached out to us. Even though I feel a lot like Kevin Brittenham on some occasions where I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Like you don't have the fucking IQ to even it's I'm surprised that like you've made it this far in life without dying. Like how do you even wipe your own ass or like zip your fucking fly in your pants if you can't figure this out? But I keep those thoughts internal, you know? I keep those thoughts internal. I don't verbalize those. I don't project. I don't act like a dickhead. And realistically, like I stand by what are what my business principles are, which is the customers all right, always right. Even when they're not, they're always right. So like if you ever have an issue with our products and you reach out to me, I will always make it right. Like you will always either get a free one or you will get a fucking warranty if you if the situation rates that. So like if you didn't fuck something up because you're dumb and ruin it, then I'll replace it with you. And fuck, maybe I'll even do that anyway. So because I don't care because I just care about good customer service. I care about putting out good quality product and taking care of our customers, I guess, even if they're dumb and fucked up. And we have a few of those. We have some special children in our fucking quiver, which is fine. Like, come with, come with us. We'll, we'll fucking, we'll so start help them. Yeah. yeah, come over to Patreon. We'll start educating you. Okay, pay the ten bucks a month. All right, get on and watch some videos. Okay, we'll, we'll help you out. Okay, because we're gonna start populating that. We're gonna start pushing all of our content over to Patreon, and there's gonna be some free content over there. Like, there's gonna just be posts on the page where you can like get on my profile, and like I will have free posts up there. Probably a couple of free videos up there. And then if you want the, excuse me, the good stuff, then just push the subscribe button. Pay the 10 bucks. It'll be worth it. Okay, it'll definitely be worth it. So you'll, you'll learn some things. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, that's what we've got going on over there. Things are great. I'm picking, up the, I'm picking up my coffee mug instead of my bubble water here. Okay, well, you and I, we had a really rowdy New Year's Eve. And it, didn't, it was not meant to be rowdy. We did not go out with the intention of, like, doing a barn burner that night, did no. we? No. Not at all. Not even in the slightest. So no. as a matter of fact, like I went so hard in the paint. I mean, I'm, I, I shocked myself like with how hard I went in the paint. So I was a little surprised personally. I surprised myself because I haven't done that for about eight years. And I haven't done that for about like three and a half years. And I'm sure, you know what, uh, they're going to play. Here's what's going to happen. This pod, this chunk of the podcast is going to get played in court. Okay, because I have to take my ex and her stupid fucking dipshit fucking husband, who's my son's stepfather. I have to, I have to take these fucking horrible humans to court soon because they've been blocking my visitation. Because this f- dipshit Sean, so like hashtag fuck Sean Fridays. If you guys want to pro- proliferate all of that on social, please do because I hate this fucking human more than I hate communism, which is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. He's done a really square job of trying to ruin my relationship with my son and m- doing things that are so fucking unscrupulous and just undignified as a grown-ass man that like he's just one of those humans that like needs his teeth fucking punched out of his face but if the the moment i do that is the moment that the moment that i succumb to that and i almost have on a couple of occasions is the moment that i completely lose and their narrative becomes true because their narr- their narrative is he's a crazy PTSD addled fucking crazy war vet. They like they like to make me sound like I'm like fucking uh subchack from fucking <laughs> from from uh fucking um 
why am I blanking on the fucking? Because you're a PTSD. Because my brain, brain is riddled. not fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking goddamn my TBI. Lebowski from Lebowski. Mm-hmm. They fucking they love to fucking make me out to be fucking old subchack from fucking Lebowski, having meltdowns at the bowling alley and pulling guns on people. That's and that's not that's not even remotely who I am. Then they're also telling people well, he's a drug addict. This is what he like the narrative that they had him tell the cops was like I'm I'm a drug addict and that I'm a I'm a raging alcoholic. Newsflash, people, just so you know, like I've never had any problems with law enforcement i've never had any problems i'm definitely not addicted to drugs and i'm definitely not an alcoholic of any type nor have i had any alcohol related incidents like if anybody runs me i'm fucking clean as fuck so because i've i'm not a dipshit and i know fucking when enough's enough and i know when to i mean i didn't know when enough is enough on on this new year's but we're going to get to that part um, so I'm sure they're going to be playing this in court. They're going to be like, listen to his podcast. So, like, if that's happening, like, Mr. Judge, like, I'm sorry that they're wasting your time with this dumb shit. But I'd like to point out that Sean's a cunt. And he got fired from his last job for fucking ethics violations. So I'm going to try and get him disbarred. So I hope that you'll just be patient with this situation. And if my son decides to listen to this, son, I love you. And I'm sorry that, that all this has happened and you've been caught in the middle of it. But just hold tight. We'll get through it, okay? I love you. So I have to put that disclaimer out there because it could happen. They could be like, because he's a spy. He's a fucking spy who gets on the podcast and he like listens to stuff. That's how they developed this whole narrative because they were talking about the time that Andy and I tied on a good one at like New Year's last year, I think. Or <laughs> yeah, I think it was New Year's last year. Andy oh my God, you had fun on New Year's. What a right. crime. Yeah, a bunch of adults got together. I made sure my son was well taken care of. I made sure he had everything he needed. I made sure that there was adults there that could take care of him that were not participating in the alcohol shenanigans. And yes, I imbibed. And I didn't even do it to which the level that I did this. Like I, I broke some re- I broke some personal records on this. I mean, it kind of wasn't our fault, but at the bottom line, it also is our fault. Oh, it's definitely. pretty hilarious. I, I'm going to take extreme account, extreme ownership. Extreme like, ownership. Extreme ownership. Of this. Jocko would not be happy if he heard you say that right now. So I'm just going to own this completely and say, yes, it was completely our fault. But we did not. It was not ill-intentioned. We did not roll out with the intent of no. pulling this off. It was a interesting, interesting night. So how, we, how do you start this? I mean, we went to our favorite little Thai restaurant, which is right down the road from the headquarters. And we we go there all the time. We know all the staff, which is maybe why this is a bad. And we are, and we know the owner. Like I, I'm friends with the owner. Yeah, so. we're pretty close and tight with that restaurant. Yes, very. We have very close personal relationships there. So of course we walk in, and we every time we go there, <laughs> every time we go there, we piss off everyone because there's usually a Dude, huge. There was like ten people mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah, there was. So th- so at New so here's what happens New Year's Eve. We go there, and our friend. We should probably keep people's names out of this. But our friend that works there, she's the manager. Oh, one yeah, of, that doesn't narrow it down. That's okay. People, it, like, if people want to do that kind of homework, they can figure it out. But anyway, she's the manager, and so she takes amazing care of us. And it was great. Is like there was 10 people in line at yep. the, at the, at the host sta- hostess, host stand. And we walk right up, and she walks out, and she's like, oh, my God. Brian, Alex, what's up? And then, like, You guys are hugs. here for New Year's. Yeah, you're here for New Year's. Oh, my God. And, like, gives us hugs. And then she's like, come on in, sit at the bar, sit at the bar. And like, let, and just completely, we cut the line. And there were like three, four people in front of us. And there mm-hmm. were like two couples waiting, yes. having drinks in the waiting area. Yeah. 
and we just roll up, say hi, and, and just get whisked off to the back. Get yeah, we get whisked in right away because I mean that's this what. is this is how you know you're a local. Yeah, this is how you know you're. You've got great people. They are great people. They are absolutely great Amazing people, people, and you'll know why at the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, okay, fuck you. You definitely know why at the end of the story. So then, we go in and we eat, and but while we're eating, we're like having a great time. Like people, like are starting to party, you know, and they're putting on like the funny that funny like, d- like YouTube. Oh yeah, shit. so I put it on my story. Party Boy sixty nine is, is that what is, that is called. That's called. Part- I think it's Aussie. It's a bunch of Aussies, right? Yeah. And they do like old school yeah. DJ videos. Of course they're. Of the course music is horrible, but yes. the music video is fantastic. Of course they're from Straya. All my top cunts down in Straya. Yeah, they fucking. This video, it's a YouTube channel. It does not fail ever to get everyone in that restaurant like, pumped up. Pumped up. Yeah. It, go check it out. You'll understand why when you see what we're talking about. So, what they do though, because his, his, his videos are great, his music sucks. So, they like turn the volume down. They put his video on, they turn the volume down, and then they crank up whatever music they want. And it actually works out really, gr- really, yeah, really great. Yeah, it ends up working. Yeah, it works out great. So so at this point, we've had food and what, how many drinks? But we were also drinking. I mean, we usually order one or two whenever we go. Right, right. Yeah, Which depending. is reasonable. Yeah. Considering both of us don't actually drink a lot. No, and we're there for like usually three, two, yeah. three hours socializing with people. Because, you know, the owner comes in. And we're friends with him. We talk, so we usually chat him up for a while. We chat Or up. like some other locals show up. Yeah, other locals or show people up. people you've seen, yeah. regulars. Friends walk in, you know, and you are, or you're there. Like we've brought several of our friends that have mm-hmm. come to visit there and like introduced them and like had a good time. So we're usually, anytime we go to dinner there, it's usually at least a two to three hour tour at least. And so, yeah, we usually, that's usually a one or two drink deal. So over that two or three hours. So we usually have a really good time there. Well, on this particular occasion, we were going hard in the paint, and I couldn't help it because the bartender there, who we know, who's a great dude. Who's a great guy. He was pouring very heavy-handed drinks. Oh, the first drink was heavy, Mm -hmm. like a New Year's, like, hey, thanks for coming. Mm -hmm. And then the second one was like, the alcohol wasn't mixing with the rest of the drink, and you Mm -hmm. could see it. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to try and shut your kidney function down right now. Yeah, he was he was definitely like getting after it, and so we just started having a good time. And then before we knew it, like restaurant was closed, and yeah, they were like, "You guys are staying for the after party, right?" And we like looked at each other and we're like, "Oh uh, yeah, after party, after party, sure." I want to shake it down. With I didn't the know that crew. Yeah, I didn't know that there was an after party, but yeah, we're fucking in this, and so we proceed to get the fuck after it and then just like shots started flowing and then more drinks and then before i knew it this is where i feel like we need to skip forward we need to push the fast forward button and talk about the instinct like the outcome of how Mm -hmm. i and then we'll back it into how you got there how i got there so is this is this where i tell my part no no we're gonna i'm gonna talk about where i found myself so here's what i will say at one point fun was being had it was amazing and I remember things, and then the next, <laughs> the next, and the next moment, the next moment, I want to just let everybody know that I woke up and I might have been on somebody's couch that I don't know or that I didn't know at the time, that I didn't know where I was at, I didn't know what couch I was on, I did not recognize my surroundings, and I may have been completely butt-ass naked on the couch. And let me just tell you, folks, how 
Well, I mean, I've done a lot of crazy fucking shit in my life. So, like, this this definitely doesn't top anything. But this is one of those moments, especially at my age now. And, and I haven't been blackout drunk for, fuck, years. I would say I haven't been blackout drunk since 2013. You said, like, eight years. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah, seven, eight years. Like, it's been that long. And I got another great story for that for that momentous occasion. That was a Ranger Battalion ex- escapade on St. Paddy's Day down in Savannah that resulted in some interesting things. But we'll get to that. So I woke up naked, butt-ass naked, on a couch. Now, luckily, I had a blanket. Mm-hmm. But I was still, like, I woke up, and I'm like, what in the fuck, like, happened? And I, like, look down, and I'm like, compl- I, like, lift the blanket up, and I'm completely naked. But then, I, so then I'm, like, looking around, because... Nine times out of ten in my life, if I've been naked in a stranger's house, there's usually been a girl involved. And I was looking for a chick. I'm like, oh, God, did I go home with somebody? Did I fuck someone? Oh, my God, I don't I don't know what the fuck just happened. And so I'm, like, looking around the room, and I'm, like, looking. And so now I, like, shift into intel collection mode, and I'm like, okay, let's figure out where the fuck we're at and whose fucking house we're in. Cause I was on the couch and nobody was around me and I had this blanket and I was butt ass naked. And so I'm like, first things first, find my clothes. So I'm like looking around, no clothes. My clothes are <laughs> fucking, my clothes are gone. My clothes are gone. Then I'm like looking for my phone and I'm like, where the fuck's my phone? Where's my phone? I need my fucking phone. I can't find my phone. Cause I'm like, first thing I'm like, Find clothes? Can't find clothes. I'm like, I need my phone so I can call Cato. I need yeah. to call my QRF right now. Yeah. For, well, I need to locate my QRF. My wingman's gone. <laughs> I need to find out where the fuck he went. So then, like, I'm looking around, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm naked in somebody's house. So then I'm like, all right, is this a chick's house or a dude's house? And so then I'm, like, looking around, and, like, it was kind of really oddly feminine. There's, like, a lot of cool art, a lot of pictures, and I see... My first indication that I was in a chick's house was little tiny snowboard boots. I was like, oh, uh, there's little snowboard boots right there. <laughs> and then I'm like looking around and I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like starting to look at pictures and there's like, there's nothing to indicate. Like there's cool artwork on the wall, but there's like no pictures of like who lives there, who lives there. And I'm like, God damn it. And so then I'm looking around and then I finally found like underneath the sink in the kitchen, I find huge like dude Sanix that are like my size, like size 11s. And I'm like, Oh God. Okay, so there's a dude here too, but there's chick stuff here. The majority of it's chick stuff, but then there's this one pair of dude shoes, and then I was like, fuck. And so then I'm like looking out the window, and I'm literally in a kick-ass, really nice, you know, small apartment condo thing behind the restaurant. Right. At the village. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, well, cool. And then I start scanning the parking lot because I'm like looking for your truck. I'm like, okay, where's where's the truck? Where's the truck? Where's it? Oh, fuck, the truck's not here. I'm like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. And I was like, I guarantee you, here's what happened. I got really blackout drunk, super belligerent. Cato got sick of my fucking bullshit nonsense. I probably didn't want to leave. And he was like, get fucked. I'm done with this. And he left me here. And then somehow I arrived at this, in this apartment with no clothes and no phone, butt ass naked. And so then I'm like, you know, so then I'm like looking around and I'm like, okay, well, okay, let's hope that I didn't really have fucking crazy weird sex with somebody that I don't know. And so then I do like the crotch swipe and I'm like, okay, it's not sticky. There's no smell. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. There's no, no sex was had. Like my, I was good. I was like, okay, good. All right. Well, I didn't have sex with anybody. I'm behind the restaurant. The truck is gone and I'm just trying to do the math and I'm trying to like put all the pieces together and I'm like trying to figure things out. And so then I, I 
like, okay, well, and this was early. This was like at 8.45. And so then, like, I walk up, and then there's, like, this bedroom door. And it's a one-bedroom apartment, and the door is shut. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, fuck, what if I was a real dickhead last night, but these people still helped me? And, like, why am I naked? And, like, what if the dude is in there, and then, like, he comes out, and he's like, you're a fucking asshole, and he punches my teeth out. I'm like, and then I'm, I can't go anywhere because I'm fucking butt-ass naked. And there's fucking five feet of snow outside. And there's no fucking phone. I'm like, how? I can't fucking leave. I'm a prisoner. So I literally had to go sit on the couch for like another two and a half hours. And then said chick gets up and I hear the door open and I'm like, oh, fuck. It's game time. Here we go. I was like, if I have to fight a motherfucker, it's going to be like the shower scene from Eastern Promises (laughs) with fucking Viggo Mortensen. Like, I'll just fucking do it naked and I won't care. Like, you'll see some, some Cover naked, yourself in butter some, and go for it. Yeah, some naked jujitsu fucking with a carpet knife is about to go down. And this girl walks out, and she had this big smile on her face, and she waves to me. And I was like, I waved back, and I was <laughs> like, hi. And she goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I have no clue what happened. And she just started laughing her ass <laughs> off. She goes, well, I'm so-and-so. Gives me your name. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm so-and-so's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so then instantly I put the two pieces together. And luckily, her dude is another human being from the restaurant who is a fantastic dude who we have a great relationship with. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. And he fucking, he saved me. Because apparently what had happened. What happened was. What had happened was. And then this is where we will pause the story. And now we will talk about your perspective and what you did. Okay. Because then this will start tying things together. So then. Okay, so then what happened? So we were done with our meal, and then said bartender was like, the restaurant's closed. You guys are going to hang out, and we're all going to do a round of shots. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. Yeah. We're, we're going to hang out and mm-hmm. crush it all night and yeah. close out the new year with some of our favorite restaurant humans. Yeah. We're like, cool. Yeah, our local so peeps, our tribe. Yeah. Shots happen, and then said favorite server who likes to wear a, a tiger onesie and is an entire vibe in and of herself at the restaurant. She's amazing. Like you hear, you hear stories about her from yeah. other people in C- the valley. Yep. Call sign Tigger. Call sign Tigger. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, we have to do a shot. I love you guys. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay. okay. Yeah, we're like, we love you too, Tigger. Great. All right. Everybody loves Tigger. Shot again. Yeah. Yeah. And then dancing ensued. All yeah. the tables got put away. We helped sweep up. We, like, we did some of the dishes. I, rem- I remember you wiping a glass. I was gone by then. I was I was blackout. That I was, I was I, it doesn't matter. This is what I remember. <laughs> yeah, at least for just, the rest of what was going on. I'll I'm, fill you in on what happened okay, until good. I don't remember. Yeah, tell me. And then dancing ensued. Someone was on a table. And then I went and – or someone introduced themselves to me three times in a row within mm-hmm. like a space of ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hi, I'm Chip. And I was like, cool, Alex. Five minutes later, hi, I'm Chip. And I was like, okay, cool, Alex. And I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. I turned it was like around. a glitch in the matrix. It was. It was absolutely in like my kind of pseudo drunken state. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what the fuck's going on? So I I have the bartender and mm-hmm. bar friend staff dancing behind the bar, pouring more drinks. And I turn around at the people dancing, and then Brian was no longer dancing there. Behind. I mean, that's how you know I was really fucked up is the fact that I was even dancing. Because I do not. You uh, and I'm Tigger were having fun dancing, oh, we were and you nothing. both had drinks. Yeah. This is besides the shot. Yeah, no, I don't. It's gone. And then at some point, Tigger got me a um, sparkly water, mm-hmm. which probably meant that I was gone. 
mm. or like on the verge. Yeah, on the verge. Because she was like, "Here, here's a sparkly water," and I was like, mm. "Okay, thank you." Thank you so much. You're the best. You're taking care of mm. my hangover early. I love you. And so you weren't there, and I had gone out the restaurant. You were somewhere talking, I think, to Sam out by the fire on the waiting area. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to go take a piss because we had drank a lot. So one has to go relieve themselves. Yeah. So I trudge out and kind of almost fall in the snowbank on the way and go take a piss. I take said piss then go, huh, it's kind of cold. I'm going to go sit in my truck with the heater on for a bit. So I go sit in my truck. Blech. All the waves come, and I just start puking. Just puke, puke, and then, like, pass out in the truck for a bit. Wake up, puke, chug some water that I found in the Nalgene in the back that was, like, partially frozen. Puked a bit, and then went back to bed in the truck. Mm. Mm. Okay. Woke up sometime at, like, 3 in the morning. Okay. And was like, oh, Brian Brian didn't make it to the car. I, I guess he got laid. And then I was like, okay, time <laughs> to go home. No, and so no, I didn't get laid, I, nor, nor was I even trying to get laid. I don't, I, I don't know. You didn't make it to the RV, and that usually means one reason. So I, I mean, just does. assumed. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. Right? Yeah. If, if Wingman doesn't make it to the RV mm-hmm. or doesn't follow you out because you're going to yeah. go puke. Yeah, if he doesn't follow the con op, then chances are there's plan B, yeah. and you go to plan B. Yeah, he's, he's engaging targets of opportunity. Right. Yeah. So the last thing I remember was like, being in my car somehow really sober at three in the morning mm-hmm. after my puking session and arriving home. And that was the last thing I remember until I woke up at like six in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of, you know, fucked up mm-hmm. waking up through several hours later going, huh, Brian. And then what happened? Well, let, well, first of all, let's get you somehow wound up with my cell phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in, my, in my drunken stupor, mm-hmm. because my friend was not behind me mm-hmm. dancing, on, mm-hmm. I'd been able to clear the table of all of our items, which mm-hmm. included your cell phone. Right. And so I had brought your cell phone home with me, and I had lost my cell phone somehow in the night. Right. So I assumed you had it until the following morning when I mounted the search and rescue operation, body recovery of Brian Bishop <laughs> yeah. oh, you're at like, like seven in the morning. All right. We're going to My phone it. was in my truck on the floor. Yeah, we're going to so launch I'm, a CSAR mission. So you had both communication. I had both devices. communication devices, mm-hmm. and I had a Brian Bishop missing somewhere in Teton Village mm-hmm. that I didn't know where he was and yeah. with no way of communication. Yeah, so the story I got was apparently when you stepped out to take a piss and I was sitting there next to the fire – talking to our friend who owns a restaurant and uh, which I don't remember any of this <laughs> by the way and then this is just like what the humans that rescued me told me they came out and found me in the fetal position on the mantle the concrete mantle mm-hmm. sleeping in front of the fire yeah the gas fire yeah the waiting area yeah yeah in the waiting area I was sleeping on the concrete mantle because it's winter and that's the warmest spot yeah it's the warmest spot so I was there in the fetal position and then Apparently, that's where they rescued me. Now, here's what happened. Here's the story that they filled in for me. Because apparently, let's just say, like, I, you know, I sleep naked. So, this is how I sleep. I sleep naked. Apparently, they took me to their place, put me on the couch, gave me a little blankie. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I awoke and decided, like, that's 
not where I needed to be. And the couch is unacceptable. I think what happened is I went into their bathroom, took a piss, and then looked, and there was a bed there, and it was empty, and no one was around. And so I stripped down, butt ass naked, because that's how I sleep, and I got in their bed, and I went to sleep. And then at some point, and I don't remember any of this, they came in and found me naked in their bed. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, okay, well, let's just move him to the couch. So they woke me up, and they moved me to the couch. And she was like, you were so polite, and you're so sweet. Because I was like, oh, God, was I a dick? Was I combative? Did I, like, talk shit while you were, like, trying to rescue me? And they're like, no, you were actually, like, the sweetest, kindest human, and you just kept saying thank you, thank you so much, (laughs) thank you so much. And you just said thank you naked all the way out to the couch and i was like okay perfect so i'm so glad that i was a great house guest and that i was not a dick but yeah i that's how huge i went for this new year's i was found naked in our people are some of our humans bed they they, they they took care of yeah, me. yeah they took care of me and then i was found i found myself naked on their couch but yeah like that's how hard in the paint, I went on, and which was not like I. I, I just want to like put the disclaimer out there. Th- it was not the intention to go that hard. It just no. We were gonna go have a few drinks like normal yeah. and have our meal and yeah. say happy new year to the bar staff yeah. and be home asleep before midnight. Yeah, and was we the original plan. Right, and then come back and then like have some ice cream and fucking watch a movie and do our usual like boring fucking Ozzy and Harriet fucking self that yeah. we normally do. We're going to have cinema. We were going to have some ice cream and have some cinema. None of that happened. And we were going to hopefully be <laughs> Yeah, we were going to hopefully be in bed before the new year was r- before even rang in cuz that's how I've done it for the like I don't know how many years in a row now where I've like been in bed before New Year's. Like Andy and I drank last at the New Year's party last year, but like we didn't get fucking even remotely tore down. Like we were tipsy. Yeah. We were tipsy, but I remember, like, I went to bed before, I went to bed at, like, 11. He went to bed way earlier than me because he's a puss and <laughs> can't hold his alcohol. So he went to bed way earlier than I did. I think he went to bed at, like, 1030. But I went to bed at, like, 11-ish, I think. 11, maybe 1130. I was out before New Year's even happened last year. And then year, all the years before that, like, I've been boring as fuck. I'm like, yeah. don't even, like, don't even go out. Like, and I'm in bed sleep asleep long before any... New Year's activities even take place. But none so of that happened that night. Yeah. And the restaurant staff yeah. took care of us. Yeah. I because believe they're absolutely amazing people. Like they, they got us drunk, so yeah. they better take care of us. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, and plus we're all friends. Yeah. And like we you and I eat there on a very, very regular basis. So Yeah, they're great humans. Fantastic people there. Best Th- restaurant yeah. in Jackson Hole. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing food. If you love Thai food, like it's the best you'll probably ever have outside of Thailand. So, yeah, fantastic. That was our fucking ringing in. The n- oh, and then I almost left out the best part. Oh, yeah. I woke up. Luckily, the weather the next day. So then, like, by the time they explain everything to me, I walk around the house. I find my clothes, which were in their bedroom. So imagine waking that, waking up. Your clothes are locked in the people's bedroom that rescued you. And you have to punishment sit on the couch. You, yeah, but you have to. Because you don't. <laughs> Naked. Yeah, you, you don't know who that. You don't know exactly who it is mm-hmm. you don't know who's in there but you don't want to wake them up because like they rescued you yeah and it was still kind of early in the 8 30 in the morning and so yeah they rescued me and then so then i woke up and like had no couldn't find my phone because you had it and so i was just like luckily the weather was gorgeous we had our first blue sky day in like eight days in like eight days of like snowing and so then i was like fuck it i'm gonna walk and so i walked through the snow 
Luckily, it was gorgeous and it wasn't that cold, but I walked six miles in the snow from the target area back to home base. You Mogadishu miled yeah, it? Yeah, I Mogadishu miled it. For the new year. To, yeah, for the new year. That was how I rang in day one of 2022. And it was great because on that long walk, I had lots to think about because I had no phone to distract me. It was a long walk. The weather was beautiful. The only thing that kind of sucked is like my eyes are photosensitive for my TBI. And so like all the glaring white, I like had a nice little oh headache. God, yeah. I had a terrible little headache by the time I got home, but I took some Excedrin and it went away. But I had lots of time to like think, plan, strategize about all the things. One of the things that I came to the conclusion of is I was like, I think, I mean, I started doing some self like evaluation. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of an old dude to be like waking up on fucking people's couch completely like not have naked i mean waking up on somebody's couch is one thing but when you wake up butt ass naked and you have no phone no clothes i was like oh okay that's usually it's not it's not the preferred method so i was like okay maybe maybe i need to to do a little self-evaluation i got down on myself a little bit i'm like you dipshit you're way more responsible and put together like why the fuck are you doing this and then i was like why are you punishing yourself, dude? Like, just live life. Who the fuck cares? Like, this was a thing. Let's not set up a tent and camp here and start judging the fuck out of ourselves. But what can we do to maybe shore some things up? So what did you and I agree to? We're going to do a little, we're going to do a cleanse and we're not going to drink. No no drinking for yeah. January. Yeah, no drinking for January. Which sucks because we're going to be at SHOT Show. And the drinks flow pretty hard at SHOT Show. But I'm going to hold strong and we're going to try and I go. mean, there's a difference between like being blackout drunk in Vegas mm-hmm. and then being blackout drunk in your hometown with people that you know that you're going to be fine. Yes. that take There's your, a very large, yeah, yeah, huge difference. Responsibility thing yeah, going on Yeah, huge difference. There. So, but here's the thing is I've like never done like a, I've never done a thing that's like, you know, where I've. I've been like, oh, I need to quit drinking or I need to do this. And I've gone for huge periods of drinking while I was like operating, like while I was deployed. Huge periods of drinking. No, I'm sorry. Huge periods of time. <laughs> huge peri- I've, done th- I've done that too. I've been on some benders. I'm talking about times where, you know, we weren't allowed to drink alcohol for months and months at a time. And it, it was never a thing. Like I never, like I have a good relationship with alcohol. I mean like. Yeah, I could not drink for yeah. a month and be fine. Yeah. I mean, completely fine. Yeah, I'm completely fine with doing that. So, but instead of like doing this thing where I'm like, okay, no drinking for a year, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Let's go on a cleanse and not drink for a month. And then we'll see how that goes. And if we feel really great and we feel like extending that another month, we will. And if we, you know, because the thing where I think a lot of people fail with their like New Year's resolutions or like the things that they want to try and accomplish is sometimes they set the bar too high Mm. or they have too big of a goal. And then they don't know how to eat the elephant one bite at a time. Yep. And then they get burned out or they get super intimidated or they get scared and then they fail. Yep. It's just like people who are like, new year, new me. I'm going to go back to the gym and I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. And then they go back to the gym for like three weeks and get their fucking ass kicked because they've sat on the couch for the last three years and their body feels like they got ran over by a fucking Mack truck. Mm -hmm. And then they feel really disenfranchised because they probably feel like they look stupid at the gym when everybody's like in better shape and can lift more than them. And so they get self-conscious. I mean the the whole thing of like making fun of fat people for being Mm -hmm. at the gym, like fuck you. Right. Why do you think they're there? Right. Yeah. I never, why are you making fun of the, you know? Yep. I always, I I'll make fun of fat people all day long. If If they're doing stupid shit, like pulling their neck muscles on a machine that doesn't do that. Yeah. Make fun of them all day long. Right. You know, (laughs) But I like I, I agree with you. Like when I see people at the gym or I see people that are trying to better themselves, I always try and encourage them. And so, yeah, just looking at the situation, I was like, okay, maybe let's 
maybe let's try and let's let's do a cleanse for a month and see see where we, see where we land. And like ideally, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, maybe let's try and go for a year without drinking because I've never done that in my adult life. Mm-hmm. Like I've been eight months without drinking, or no, I've been eleven months without drinking because that's how long the invasion. Like that my was de- your deployment schedule. My deployment schedule with going on a Westpac and then coming back. And then go, leaving again to go invade Iraq was 11 months. So I've gone 11 months. So almost a year without drinking. So like I feel like if I want to in the back of my mind. And I kind of want to just see how much better I feel. Because mm-hmm. I'm like I, like I've, I don't ever take it out of my life. Like I haven't. My adult life because I don't have problems with it. Like I'm not the dude that's like needing to drink beers. or I'm You got to start your morning with. Yeah, I have to start my orange yeah, juice. I have to whiskey screw- in your coffee. Right, I have to drink whiskey in my coffee or drink screwdrivers to function during and the day. And those people exist. They do. Yeah, and I've never been that person. I've never, I like I said, I've always had a good relationship with uh, alcohol, to where like I don't, like I'll drink to excess. Fucking anyway, I will. Like I've that's yeah, it's not the only time I've been blackout drunk in my entire life. Like I got arrested. One of the only times I ever got arrested in my life was. Uh, we came back from Iraq, came back from the invasion, hadn't drank for 11 months. Oh, yeah. They lifted the stop loss. All my <laughs> homies that I just survived combat with and had this super hyper-violent experience at age 25, I went out with and we went down to this, like, I don't know, district somewhere in Pasadena because the friends that were getting out, like, lived in L.A. And so we went back to their, like, hometown and went bar hopping in Pasadena somewhere in downtown and got blackout fucking drunk. And same thing happened. I woke up, luckily not naked, but I woke up in the drunk tank in fucking a L.A. County fucking jail mm-hmm. and woke up and my buddy was laying on the bench right next to me. <laughs> and he's like, you motherfucker. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did we get here? And he's like, I have no clue. And so then, like, you know, we sat there and sobered up and six hours like after we woke up, they opened the door and they're like, OK, guys, you're free. Have a good one and let us go. So, yeah, I've, I've like, definitely drank ex- excess in my life, but I've, I don't do it on a regular basis or even a semi-regular basis. Neither do I. Yeah. Like I mean, you can very much testify, like, when I drink, I have, like, even when we're doing podcasts, I drink, like, one or two drinks, and then I'm done. And then we finish up, and then I'm, like, I'm, we're on to the next thing. Or we're, we're And then we're having food. We're having food, or we're fucking on the couch watching cinema and eating fucking ice cream. Right, and you've seen the extent of my drinking, which is like a tiny little Hardly sip of, sh- of scotch every yes. now and then. Yes. Yeah, you were in very rare form. Like I've never, I've known you for a really long time. I I've believe I got accused of not participating in team sports. <laughs> did I say that to you? I believe you might have. I mean, that's and then that was when we did shots with Tigger, and that was about the last I remember. That sounds about right. That sounds like something that would come out of my mouth. Yeah. It sounds like something I would say. It was, a, it was a good team leader comment. Yeah. Well, we so we we had a wild we had a wild one. Okay. So like, so what are your so as long as we're on the the New Year's resolution bus, like what what is going to be your what are your things? And Kelsey touched on a little bit today. She's like, what is going to be your new mental health things going into 22 and like she asked both of us that's on her live today when we crashed it for mental health monday but like what are your what are your goals and objectives for like big ticket items going into 22 big ticket items would be to go backcountry ski more because i haven't been doing that much last year i'd like to figure out more new zones that i can get to and do a little bit more snow science 
Yeah, so you're going to do an AVI too or what? Um, that's the tough thing though because I have friends that guide and I talk to them about AVI too and they're like, AVI too is like you just go out and set shit off and see what snow does what. I was like, okay, can we go? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I'm not going to probably pay to do that. I'm just going to talk to the right people and probably get their I notes. mean, you've got the relationships to like pull Yeah, I can though. I can figure yeah. that one out. Yeah. So that's one. And then there's AVI 3. AVI 3, that's a lot of work. Yeah. To get, yeah. That's okay. like, you're nerding way out. Yeah, that's when you're that like stuff. cutting snow and looking at crystals on a mirror with a... No, that's AVI 1. Oh, that's AVI 1. Okay. Yeah, you do that in AVI 1. Well, then what are you doing in AVI 3? You're l- like studying snow packs in different terrain over mm. like long periods of time. Okay. And throwing explosives and doing all that shit. I didn't realize it was that intensive. I didn't realize there was explosives yeah. and those kind of things involved. No, if you know the right people. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And I think de- it depends on who you go with hmm. for like guide certification and whatnot. So you're going to go get some more backcountry reps in. What else are you going to do? So uh, you want to ski more. I would like to ski more. Kay. And as a way I'm going to do that would be because you know, how much I like working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just as psychotic about it as me, which is why this is a great match made in heaven. To make sure that every now and then I tell my bosses when I'm not going to work. I was so proud I of you. I just don't feel like it. I was so proud of you. And, and just for the record, you have three of us. And you told me specifically, <laughs> like, I'm not fucking working today. And I was like, I fucking fully support that. I think that's great. I think when you have that kind of self-awareness where you're like, fuck off, I'm not doing shit today. I think that's great. And especially since you crush all your deadlines and you work your ass off and you're really good at all, all the shit you do, I completely support that. Now, if you were a lazy piece of shit who was late all the time, never shown up, never hitting daylights or de- uh, deadlines and your, your quality of work wasn't great, I'd be like, fuck you, bitch, get the fuck to work. Of course. But you're never, ever, ever like that. So, yeah, I was like fully support you. I, I took what, like three days off, not even consecutively in the mm-hmm. last four months yeah you did a good job <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean we did a, almost a year's worth of podcasting in five months last year so you did good and that was just me like you also do construction based activities and you are also a custom ski and snowboard maker yes which people don't three part-time about. jobs make one full-time job i guess yes. so okay so what else what else are big ticket items that you're going to try and accomplish going into 22 i hope to have nods by the end of the year hmm Actually, I need to do training. Training's mm-hmm. more important. I'd like to take the actual formal class because I've never done that. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can probably find. I know some. I know some people that can probably get that done for you. Yeah. And well, then get. Don't fucking censor yourself. I saw what you just did. Yeah, and I can censor myself later <laughs> when I cut this shit out. It's fine. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? I need to get my shit up and running and redo my website. Right. Your your own media because you are a phenomenal photographer and videographer and editor, which a lot of people don't know that about you. So that's why I'm like, hey, get your fucking goddamn business cards ready because we, if, we, if we go to SHOT Show now, which we don't even know, I've heard so many fucking rumors about SHOT Show that I don't even know if it's still going to happen. I hope it is going to happen because there's people there that we need to podcast and there's people there that want to see us. So I hope it still happens. But if it doesn't, we'll, we'll figure something out. But... Yeah, I want you to pass out cards down at SHOT Show because you are a fucking phenomenal photographer and videographer and editor. So I feel like you could be a big deal in this industry, kid. We'll get there. Yeah. So I think those are all great goals. I'm Chinese, right? So I have Mm -hmm. to do the 100-year marathon. 
I know. We'll you get there. The fucking we'll self, get there. This Asian guilt is that work is. We'll let been. everyone put shit out, and then mm-hmm. you'll come and crush ru- all their lives. ruin their own egos. Yeah, yeah. And crush their lives by being. Oh, like, your penis is so very big. Oh, so big. Mine is so small. Look at this. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, I think my goals for the year to continue on with getting in good shape. I want to start skydiving this summer. Because I never, because of my knee injuries and because of getting three knee surgeries, like obviously, like depending on wind conditions and the size of chute you were jumping, you could easily, I could impact the ground a lot harder than I want to, and fuck up my knees again, blow blow one or two of them out again. It would take no effort for the ground to fuck up your knees. Correct. So I wanted to make sure my legs were good and strong going back into that uh, set activity. So my goal through the winter time is going to be to continue to get crushed in Jim Jones for the next, for three days, three to four days a week for the mm-hmm. next, I don't know, six, six months, six, seven months. And then when the weather gets nice, I'll hopefully get to flinging myself out of an aircraft again. Is there a tunnel in Salt Lake? Yeah, there is, I think. Nice. I think there is. Pretty sure there is. So yeah, they've got a great DZ. So Skydive, Skydive Utah or Skydive Salt Lake is, I don't I can't remember what they're called. But there's a great DZ. Yeah there so a lot of people jump there so i'll probably fire that up if i was super ambitious about it i could try and go down to chandler and go down to you know to arizona where everybody jumps during the winter time but i need to save money for a rig and i want to make sure my legs are my knees and my legs are good and strong through the winter so i'm going to be doing that working really hard to do that and then just grow and continue what we're doing here growing the company and getting getting product out and then getting a good force on force and low light program back up and running and get it back out to market because it's just a huge grotesque gap that I see where I'm just constantly frustrated with my peers because there's just not a lot of understanding along along how to properly employ a white light in a tactical environment or, you know, basically how to, you know, gunfight. I see a lot of courses that are like gunfighter one, gunfighter two, gunfighter advanced, gunfighter this. I'm like, bitch, what are your... You're shooting a fucking steel plate and paper targets that are not maneuvering on you and not shooting back at you. On so a static h- range. On a static range. So how the fuck is that gunfighting anything? It's not. The answer is it's not. It's not, but it sounds good for the people that want to get their rifle and pistol one in. Mm-hmm. And I cannot blame anyone for wanting to embedder themselves by doing that. No, no, I agree. Like, I I'm would just pick my instructors a little more carefully. Yeah, pick your instructors carefully and... Yeah, the whole like gunfighter this, gunfighter that. If you're not, if it's not a force-on-force driven course, then stop calling it gunfighting because it's not. Call it square bay drills. Yeah, call it marksmanship and manipulation because that's what it is. Do you know how you get really strong legs? Uh, Go to Jim Jones. You go walk up and down Teton Pass. Mm. Bank Country Splitboard. A lot, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that that walk back. Just the walk, the six-mile walk back in the snow was like walking. Because I, I walked on the bike trail, which had like four inches of snow on yeah. it. Yeah. So it was like basically trudging through the sand. It was basically like... It's like I, hard sand. Yeah. If I did like a six You're mile, losing energy every step because your foot sinks. Yeah. If I did a six-mile walk on the beach in beach sand, that's about what it was like if I had a little six-mile hike on the beach. So my legs were pretty smoked when I came back from that. And then that run that we did from when we rolled the, rode the gondola up and you... We t- went down the mountain. Like On my mo- lunch run? Yeah, your lunch run. My legs were jello. I mean, yeah, and snowboarded in a while. Oh, I hadn't snowboarded. So for, that, yeah, snowboarded and that mountain will, will definitely do that to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's 7,000 feet of vert. 
Yeah. Okay. That's there's a reason why this mountain is like rated the number one like ski resort in the country every single year. But d- do you want to feel like a little bitch? I mean, yes. I mean, you're gonna you're going to. So I if the if the tram comes up and down every 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And traditionally, you can beat the tram to the bottom from the top of the mountain. That's like that was traditionally the sign of a good skier on this mountain. So that's how you know you're crushing is if you can beat. Is the if tram you can out. beat the tram that took you up back to the base. Oh damn! And you do that all day, and there was a competition unofficial. An unofficial competition as to how many tram laps you could do in a day. How many have you done? In a day? Yeah. I don't remember. I think I tapped out at like three and a half hours. I was just like, my legs fucking they're done. Trashed. Yeah. Yeah. But if you do, like, three hours of that, right, mm-hmm. and that's four runs. Yeah. So that's times 4,000 vertical feet. Yeah. You're in, like, the half a million vertical feet yeah, of skiing in a day. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous, which will destroy your fucking legs. I yeah. mean, my legs were destroyed after 7,000, so after a six-mile walk back. But I'm also I'm old and recovering from three knee surgeries. So yeah, you're allowed. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm doing what I can do. How many people went up skiing that day and did less than you? Probably a lot. A lot, yeah. 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 So I don't feel too bad about it. I'll get there. I'll get I'll get rehabbed. I'm not worried about it. We, we just got to go skin around so it's low angle, mm-hmm. doesn't hurt up your knees, and then have powder on the way home. Yeah, I'm excited to do that. I'm definitely Once excited to do that. Once the conditions stabilize. Yeah. Well, I think those are great goals. Okay, well, we have definitely covered a lot of ground here for this Weapons Free Wednesday going into 22. Okay, so the next big ticket item on our plate is going to be SHOT Show. And we're going to figure out if SHOT Show is even happening because there's so many fucking rumors right now. I need to call a ton of people tomorrow and be like, is this happening? Is it not happening? What do you know? What don't you know? Because I know a metric fuck ton of people in the industry. So I need to figure out what's happening and what people are actually doing and not doing. What is rumor mill and what is not? Like I can't, as much as I love Kelsey, it's her first SHOT Show and she is Canadian. I'm like doing my 18th SHOT Show. So I'm like, okay, that's cute that you think it's canceled, but I will I will get to the bottom of it and find out what the fuck's going on. There was also another human, one of my favorite peeps out there, fucking my former training partner over at Magpul Dynamics, Steve Fisher of Sentinel Concept fame. He also said on a live that he, there was a bet going to see if SHOT Show was going to be canceled by the 10th. Mm-hmm. That's the bet that he has with somebody. So We'll find out by next week. Yeah. I'm going to call and haze and hassle people tomorrow. And figure out what the fuck's going on. So then we got SHOT Show. And then after SHOT Show, we're going to be rolling into February. Mm -hmm. Which will be the let's get the fuck after it of first quarter. I mean, what kind of sucks is like you wipe out. I mean, it's so crazy how fast time ticks by. Literally by the time SHOT Show's done and over with, you're staring down the barrel of fucking like the middle of fucking. You're almost done with first quarter. Yeah. You're supposed to be getting ready for summer shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So. So, yeah, so we'll get the fuck after it in Although February. Wyoming time moves a little differently. Yeah, it does. It's like, oh, February, it's the snowiest season. Snowiest, Snow, coldest Snowiest, season coldest month, month of the yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a powder clause in my contract, so if it snows more than uh, five inches, I don't have to work that day. I like that. Yeah. Also, ooh, we'll be doing Sundance. I forgot about that. So Sundance will be after... Shot show. Right. Which I'm excited for because I've never been to Sundance before. I finally That'll got, be exciting. I finally know some important people who invited me to go to Sundance, which I'm super excited about. So you're going to go be a movie geek for once. Yeah, I'll go be an, I love movies, so I'm going to go mer- movie nerd out at Sundance. 
And then we're going to hurl ourselves headfirst into February with getting new product out. Yes. So that's what that's what things look like. So anyway, are you ready to get the fuck out of here? It's time for food. Yeah. Let's fucking eat and watch cinema and eat ice cream. Talk shit. Talk shit. All right. Anyone who runs is a BC. Anyone who stands still is a well-disciplined BC. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for fucking hanging in there and joining us on the first Weapons Free Wednesday of 22. We'll look forward to seeing you guys for, let's see, what do we got going on? Uh, Podcast-wise, we got, we will have one more guest, and then we will have to do a Weapons Free Wednesday, and we're alternating those back and forth. So there will not be two podcasts a week this month. We will probably jump back into that come February. So... Everybody, don't DM me if you're like, oh, why wasn't there this? Or why wasn't there, is there a podcast today or not today? Like what? Like we're doing alternate weeks now, okay, for this month because of all the craziness. If SHOT Show gets canceled, then maybe we'll, we'll, fire, we'll fire it back up. But for now, like this is what's on the board. So stick with us. Thanks for joining us wherever you're at on this round globe f- fucking shooting through space and time. We appreciate you very much. And we'll look forward to catching you here on the next podcast. Peace.